Hi, this is Yasmin Bilkis Ibrahim of Mina Bilkis. And this is Yasmin Mets Johnson of Yasmin Tells. Welcome, Welcome to, to Y Square Pod. Pod. So uh, this is our first podcast, and we're very excited to release this finally. Uh, Yas and I have been talking about this for months. So uh, we will be relaying our content uh, over the weeks to come. Uh, in this episode, we're just going to go about uh, introductions so you know who we are and just talk about why we relocated and how relocation has been and tell you some things we have in common because we have quite a few things in common, yes? Mm-hmm. So, uh, without further ado, um, so both of us are Sierra Leoneans, obviously, or if that's not obvious, we are both Sierra Leoneans. Um, I was born and raised in Illinois. I came back to Sierra Leone in 2014, so right before the Ebola virus epidemic, um, and I started working. I, I'm a teacher by trade, so I'm a tutor. Uh, my degree is in French, so I'm a language tutor, and I mostly teach at offices, um, at NGOs, and I do teach privately as well. So in addition to that, um, I'm also an entrepreneur. I run a business called Ori. So Ori is a shea butter um, business. It's infused with um, um, essential oils and carrier oils. So we have a body, a hairline, and a bug repellent line. So these are some of the projects that I've been up to in Sierra Leone the past five years. Uh, Yas is fresh uh, on the ground. She just came two months ago, and I she'll tell you. I'm, I'm still a JC. I'm neutralizing now to, <laughs> to home-based levels. But um, yeah, so I'm Yasmin, and I'm from the UK. Um, I've literally just relocated two months now. I came early December. Um, yeah, so my background is I've grown up and I was born in the UK um, in a town called Crawley. And yeah, so I am a designer. I specialize in hospitality design. So a lot of my background has been with um, hotel and restaurant projects. Um, I've worked in West Africa before. I used to work in Senegal. I was there for a year and a half. Um, I then went back to the UK. I was working in the UK. But the truth is, I just, I've never really been able to go back to um, the Western pace of doing things, the lifestyle, very rat race, nine to five, very just hectic and very fast and quick. Um, so I thought, let me see if I can make my the lifestyle I want work here in the country that I'm from and it does help that my parents are here my parents um, also live here that's something else we have in common um, yeah so my parents have lived here for the past 10 years um, I first came to Sierra Leone when I was eight years old and throughout the past 10 years I've been coming every Christmas so yeah I do now yeah <laughs> Um, that's true. Um, uh, my parents relocated after the war. So I first came to Sierra Leone um, in December 2001. So I actually schooled here. Um, in total, I would say I've been in Sierra Leone for 10 years. I've been in and out um, studying. I did uh, class four and class five here. So fourth and fifth grade. I went back to the States, came back. I did a bit of high school. I did forms three to five and uh, went back. And then I came back in 2014. So uh, as Yas said, yeah, both our parents are established in Sierra and came back home, you know, are working and stuff. But the same thing um, for me as well. I just, um, I just grew tired of the the Western uh, standards in terms of you know work, living, and just that high paced lifestyle. I wanted to do more of social impact work, and I I just 
could not see myself growing in the capacity I would like to grow in a very capitalistic society. So coming back home just gave me that fresh um, perspective and uh, using the skills that I've learned and acquired um, throughout the years, that's basically how I've been able to start my tutoring business, um, to start Ori, um, to do my photo, I'm a photographer as well, to do photography and blogging. We're both bloggers and we'll tell you more things we have in common. But yeah, Sierra Leone, I mean, home is where the heart is. It doesn't matter where you're born, you know, and as we go on through this podcast, we'll talk about maybe our setbacks and how we've also been accepted because um, there's a different uh, level of perception for Cerulean who are born and raised here, um, as we call them, home base, and how they perceive uh, people like us diasporans who come home, you know, maybe born and raised in the diaspora or returning or, you know, some variation of that. So that's basically what this podcast would be highlighting, uh, two young women, you know, relocating back to Sierra Leone, but just talking about life, everyday life in Sierra Leone, working in Sierra Leone as contractors, as entrepreneurs, you know, as freelancers as well. And yeah, maybe also encouraging other uh, young diasporans to come back oh, home, yeah. please. When I come home, please. Yeah, yeah. Salo needs you, please, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> It does. I, I, I'm not sure about you, Yasmin, but I just think your quality of life matters. And you might not get the same amount as money as you were getting wherever you were before, but everything's relative. So mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. The, the quality of life or the way I live my life now is nowhere near in comparison. To oh, no, definitely. Yeah. The oh, like, definitely. The cost of living was just so expensive to the point it felt like survival. Mm-hmm, true. It wasn't like I was living my best life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. No, I completely agree with you. Um, even when I came back and I'm still here, I have friends um, in the diaspora, non surgeons like, oh, why do you live uh, in West Africa? Why are you back home? You know, why can't you come back to the States or live in the West? I'm like, why, you know? Uh, just like what you just said, I don't want to live my life to survive, you know, in very high-paced Western countries. It's like you go to work, you come home, home and work. You know, the money that you earn, it's too... You don't see it because you're using it to sustain your life. You have bills upon bills upon bills to pay. And like you said, though I may not be earning as my counterparts are in the other parts of the world, but I've had so many opportunities. You know, I have traveled so much because of the relevant work that I do. And, you know, you meet so many connections, so many... There's so much human resource capital. It's so rich in that. And someone can be, oh, I recommend you just because I know you. So... It happens that way, and there are so many opportunities for young, budding entrepreneurs and freelancers and contractors in this part of the world. So my advice to you all listening was just to just take the leap. You know, it, it just starts with you. Consider it. Yeah, cons- at least consider it at some point in your life, you know. Yeah. What I like about here, it just feels like it's a blank canvas, and you can, you can start up. I won't say anything, but mm. you know, like, but you have the you have the means, and you have the like other people around you to to start up something because the same structures and systems aren't in place. Mm-hmm, that's true. Or don't don't look at that as a downfall. Almost play into it. And yeah, use it to your advantage. Exactly. Yeah, and that's true. Uh, like what you're saying. Yes, you can. Not for everything, of course, but you can create your own niche, you know. Yeah, so if you have the name. idea, I yes. Think here's the perfect place to It is the perfect place, name. yeah. Sierra Leone is mostly referred to like a virgin country in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, it's everyone's game, you know. You can yeah. do what you want, per se. So uh, if you have a good business idea or just anything, you know, you can just try and test the market. And of course, do your market research and a feasibility study if possible. But 
yeah, you know, that's, I guess, what we enjoy. We have, we still do what we do and earn what we earn, but it allows us time to be flexible as well, exactly. you know, and it's just, this, it's not the same uh, luxury we could have been afforded if we stayed in the States or if Yaz had stayed in the UK. Mm -hmm. So um, that's pretty much why we're here, <laughs> and we'll talk more about that. So, Yaz, you know, beaucoup people then can see we get things in common, apart from our name, you know, and <laughs> please, non Leonean speakers, bear with us. We will mostly try to speak in English, English or we'll, we'll uh, yeah, interpret uh, when we speak in Creole. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, so, all right, let's start. Uh, we both speak French, yes, nous parlons français. I mentioned earlier my degrees in French, uh, but yeah, she has lived in Senegal and she studied French in school, right? Mm, no, I never studied French in ah. school, never. So I learned French in Senegal, so oh. oui, je parle cassé français, pas comme toi. Okay, okay, um, bien sûr, je comprends. Yeah, I, I speak it, I understand it, but yeah, mm. I'm nowhere near as fluent as um, our prof here, <laughs> prof Yasmin, um, but yeah, so... Okay, so that's one thing we have that's in common. Oh, we, we speak French. We have many things in common, <laughs> though. Um, of course, we have the same name. So that's kind of why we called it uh, Y-SquarePod. Mm -hmm. I know we've been getting some flack for not saying Y-squared, y but it just doesn't roll off our tongues it that doesn't. easy, honestly. So y it's Y-square. It's Y-square. Y-square. <laughs> that's what we choose it to be. That's, what, that's we choose. what it will be. We're claiming it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so we're both bloggers, yes. Um, Yaz yeah. is more established than me in blogging, but that's how we met, actually. It was on Twitter. I think it was like a blogging thread or something. And then I was like, oh, this girl's named Yasmin as well. And then I checked her page. I was like, oh, she's from Sierra Leone as well. So I slid in her DMs. <laughs> and that's how we became friends. We actually only started talking March of last year. That Which is, is crazy. So crazy. It feels like I've known you a lot longer. Honestly, it has. So that's um, how we started. So we just started talking back and forth. And um, that's how we found out we both speak French. And uh, in October, uh, when I was on vacation, I went to London. And that's when we first met for the first time. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. We met at the Finding Fella documentary. And that was by Tribe Diaspora. Yes, yes. Great. At Peckham Theatre. That was a great documentary, great nights. Mm -hmm. um, so that was around the time that Yaz approached me um, to collaborate together and start um, a podcast. And I was like, yeah, of course, you know. And yeah, th that's pretty much how our story started. And mm -hmm. she came to Freetown in December, and here we are. Here we are. And I just think it'd be good to have this platform, no one else is doing it, to share our perspectives as Sierra Leoneans, as diasporans, mm -hmm. who have come back. So yeah, like you said, you don't know who we can inspire or encourage to come back so that would be great to be a part of that journey I, honestly another thing we have in common we both have natural hair we do we natural, natural movement hair. yes i went natural um interesting i went natural december 2010 yes i was in high school then and i had stopped perming my hair after my 18th birthday. I know I'm exposing my age now. So if you do the calculation, <laughs> you should know how old I am oh, by okay. now. We're so we young. But uh, yeah, so I stopped. I had my last perm in June. On June, that's my birthday, June 11th, 2010. And that's when I made the conscious decision to, okay, I'm going to try and grow it out. That was my plan, a failed plan. So my hair was quite it is quite coarse. It's 4C. And, um, but I wasn't aware of my natural hair texture because I never allowed myself to discover myself that way. You know, back then and still now, we're just trained that straight hair is beautiful. You know, we have this uh, Eurocentric um, epitome of beauty, and that's how black girls grew up. 
So, of course, I never knew what my natural hair was. Like, after a month or two, I just knew this coarse hair just grows from the scalp, and I just had to permit. That's all I knew. But when I started reading more about it, and at that time I was in high school, and I just noticed that, um, coming back from Sierra Leone, my hair just thrives in two-season climate. So when winter came about, my hair, I mean, my, I had very long hair, but it, just, it was very brittle. It was just dry. And I was like, I have a choice, yes. I can either cut this off and have healthy hair or have long, dry, lifeless hair. And I was like, yo, I need to just cut this off. Mm -hmm. So I had my last perm um, June 11, 2010, and then I cut my hair December 17th, 2010. I was coming back home for the holidays, and back then, I mean, even now, there were not there are no direct flights from the States to come to Sierra Leone because it's just how it is. Salon is not a hub, very small country. Mm -hmm. We're lucky to get like six flights a day. So the route I chose, because my mom and I, we booked the ticket very late. So, and I was living in Atlanta at the time. So I flew from Atlanta to Dulles, Virginia, then from Virginia to Ghana. So Accra, Ghana, then Accra to Freetown. Hey, Johnny oh. me, sister. <laughs> <laughs> So when I got to Accra, um, when I was in Dulles in Virginia, the flights coming from, uh, uh, from Ghana, it was delayed. So by the time I arrived in Accra, I missed my connecting flight to Freetown. Hey, man. Wow. Now I die. And back then, there were no frequent flights from Accra to Freetown. It was only like twice a week, if you're lucky. That was Kenya Airways. So because I had missed that flight, that was a Sunday. The next flight I got was on a Friday. Fortunately, my, my parents were friends with the then ambassador of um, the, ambas the Sierra Leone ambassador to Ghana. So I stayed in the, the embassy for one week. Hey, see me so chopping life. So I enjoyed Ghana for the first time. Uh, I was there for five days enjoying Accra. And it was then I decided to cut my hair. I was just like, oh, why not? I'm in a different country. So that's when I cut it. So I cut it, I went to the salon, and then, uh, but I braided my hair the same day because I was not yet confident to express my natural beauty. So I braided my hair for like a year, just a year. And then finally when I had like a bit long, um, some long hair, about maybe three or four inches, that's when I decided to lock my hair. So I'm natural, but I have dreadlocks. So yeah, so I've had dreadlocks for seven years. Yeah, I just had my lockiversary uh, a few weeks ago on January 7th. Lockiversary. Is that a real thing or did you make that up? No, 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 that's a real thing. Oh. That's a real thing. Yeah, so yes, I have been locked for seven years. What about you, Yes? Tell us your natural hair journey. Wow, it's funny you say that because after listening to yours, I'm thinking, wow, do I actually have a story like that? <laughs> like, do I have the dates in mind? But I do remember I was silly, like very old when I found my, well, when I first saw my curl pattern, I was just like, hold oh. I, I think it's about 22, 21. Really? Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, this is crazy that I'm this big age and I'm only <laughs> seeing my curl pattern now. But um, I went natural, I think at 20. Yeah, mm. 20 years old. Yeah, it was when I was in Senegal that I properly like continued it, like doing routines, like deep conditioning. Mm. And yeah, other than that, I think my sister encouraged me to do because I saw how her hair was growing. She okay. went natural before, like all of us. Well, I say all of us, my mum and yeah, me and my mum went natural at the same time after okay. we saw how good like my sister's <laughs> hair. We're like, oh, okay, Rox. So, um, oh, my sister, she's called Roxanne. Um, yeah, so she encouraged us to go natural and mm. yeah, I haven't looked back since. But um, I braid my hair a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Because I still, uh, mm, yeah, the thought <laughs> of just managing it 
like just my hair. Like my mum, she just leaves hers out, mm-hmm. and she just manages it with like different um, different products. But yeah, I'm not at that stage yet. So okay. I just do protective styles. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's not natural <laughs> underneath that. You know, we're not going back to the creamy crack. No way. Mm-mm. No, even mm-hmm. when I decide to cut my locks, no, I am screaming to the Tolong look. Tolong is Creole for like um, basically bald, you know, the low cut look. So that is like the next phase of my life. I don't know when, I'm but I have dreadlocks for you. now. I've been <gasps> saying this for the longest time. These girls are time. giving me life, yes. I, to, I really want to do like an old school, like just... Yeah, it's just you low, know, you know, maybe in my 30s. Castles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yes. So that is number three. We're both natural. Um, number four. Or is that we both have sisters, as I just mentioned? Yes. Yeah. So we're both the older siblings. Mm-hmm. So my younger sister is Zakia. So yes, we both have younger sisters. Yeah. And then our fifth thing we have in common is that we both love to travel. Oh, definitely. We can't sit still. Yeah. We like putting at Bordele as in Sina Creole. We like flying. <laughs> Bordele is slang for like planes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no. So, yeah, to say, you what's your favorite country that you've been to? That I've visited. My sister calls me a fake Senegalese. Oh, yeah. But that's just because I was there for a long time and, yeah, I really enjoyed it. They, uh, okay. The hospitality is great. <clears throat> Um, my favorite, yeah, Senegal. Senegal, definitely. <laughs> I think I think both of us, we both have our favorite. Our favorite countries are in Africa as well. Where's my yours? favorite, South Africa. Really? No, I was there for four years. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just no, I love. So I lived in Cape Town. I I need to. I haven't been back since I left, but what? I still feel like it's a home to me. Yeah, I had my second childhood there, so South Africa is definitely another home to me. So yeah. Yeah, so what is our sixth thing, yes? Um, photography. Oh, I yes. We're both photog- photography. We love photography, yeah. yes. Um, for me, I guess my favorite style of photography are candid photos. And if you maybe stalk my Instagram, I hope. Um, I just love um, to the side photos. I just feel like it's more natural. It shows your beauty and you can tell a story. So I love catching images of people who don't even know I'm taking pictures. I'm like, okay, I'll take a picture of you, but just kind of talk and I engage you and I just kind of get something organic. So I love that. And apart from people, I love nature. I love nature shots. Mm-hmm. And living in Sierra Leone, it just, oh, goodness. It's just, you're in your element. I, you're in, I'm in my <laughs> element, honestly. I love that. So that, um, yeah, I would just say that. Nature and candid shots are my favorite. What about you, Yes? Yeah, I'm similar. I love nature shots. And lifestyle um, photography, similar. I just like taking of the moment, mm-hmm. of people doing things. Um, I'm not sure if you saw like my recent pictures when we went to Bure. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I just like taking shots in the moment, people doing things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Cool. I think it goes hand in hand with travel. Like, no, definitely, yeah, because we have to document things, our, you're, you're seeing your things. You're blogging, yeah, like, it all goes hand in hand. It all, all goes hand in hand. Um, Seventh thing we have in common, this is a funny one. So, Burner Boy has a song called On the Low. On the Low. <laughs> on the Low. So, we think, in our humble opinion, it should be changed to Angelina. Yeah. Because the song is just about Angelina, you know, Angelina, Angelina, he baby. Ange- he, he, I swear he opens <laughs> a song with Angelina. So, why, honestly, why are you giving people headache now when they want to do the song? <laughs> they're typing on uh, Angelina. And they're like, where's Angelina? Where's Angelina? Then you have to realize, oh. The song is called On the Low. On the <laughs> so, I mean, that's one of our favorite songs. Like, when we're in the car, that's yeah, the first thing we, we play. That song, no. Goodness gracious, we just, it's, ooh. It's so bad. Like, it's 2019. And, and we're, we, still we're still playing that. Still playing. <laughs> We 
back. Yes, we've been playing that for two months straight. Honestly, that's it. Yeah. Angelina, that's our song. But hey, you know, yeah. On the Low is the Let, song, yes. Yeah. Let's stop talking about Burner Boy on the low, as if he sponsored us. As if. So, <laughs> next, next thing we um, have in common is that we are both very uh, entrepreneurial. Yes, definitely. We both have our respective brands. I've mentioned more about. I've mentioned about what I do, but Yaz hasn't talked about her entrepreneurial brand. Yeah, so I have Yasmin Tales, which is my blog, travel and design focused blog. But I also have a brand called Tululu, and we focus on African canvas bags. And yes, you will be seeing more of. That in 2019. Yep, yep. Um, what else do we have in common? We both have an appreciation for art. Oh, definitely. I mean, since she's the fake Senegalese, as <laughs> her sister said, we both love Senegalese um, jewelry. Oh, I love, yeah. love, um, like the Fulani jewelry, the earrings, the, yeah. um, the necklaces. Yeah, so I, I love. Um, in Freetown, if you come or if you're here already, I always recommend go to the big market because mm -hmm. the big market has beautiful francophone jewelry, you know, from Mali, from Burkina, from um, Senegal as well. You know since so I don't care. You did joke. I well, I guess, okay, you go there. <laughs> so I'll take her there. So, yeah. Um, I usually go, but like, I just haven't, I haven't even been in town really, like, town That's town. true. No, you have mm. to go, yeah. So that's where you can get all the beautiful, stunning jewelry. Yeah. And uh, in Freetown, at least twice or three times a year, we have um, big festivals. One is the Tangens Festival. That ended just in January. So, like, they invite different vendors from West Africa, Gambia, you know, Burkina, so on and so forth. And they come and they trade. So, like, they have jewelry, um, different things, when you know, bags. Like, which month? Um, it's usually December to January. So, it's a whole month, yeah. yeah from the December that, 1st to I January 1st. It. Yeah, you missed it, yeah. Oh, I went, I did go there, yeah. I, I don't like know if early I told December? you. Um, from December 1st to the 1st of Jan. Purple. Yeah, an entire <laughs> month, yeah. So they have that, but I know they usually have another one around April, so you can catch that one. Okay. And then um, I think, yeah, then Medang, of course, also has other cultural stuff that's usually in December, but it's a two-day festival. The bigger ones are usually like a month at the National Stadium. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so they're there all month, so that's something to check out if you're in the city or if you already live here. What's the other, Medang? Yeah, Medang. Mm -hmm. So that's usually the th two to three festivals we have a year. Wow. Um, and our 10th one, yes, we have been to five plus African countries, of course. We cannot be African and not travel in the continent. You know, I honestly... You say that, but there's so many people that... That's know. exactly what I despise, honestly, and I say this with the past, I despise Africans who do not want to travel within the continent. They always go, oh, I don't go to London, I don't go to America. <laughs> and they're so proud to announce that. And you will have Syrians... Or Africans, oh, they've never left their country. They've never traveled say, within the continent. I was about the to devil's advocate and be like, oh, well, maybe some people want to travel Africa, but then they don't have the funds. But mm -mm. how you go get the funds for travel London? Honestly. <laughs> US, but you don't have the... The funds to go to, to go invest. next door. Yeah, no, true, you know, true. come on now. I mean, our continent is so vast, you know. Yeah. And let, let alone the countries that are outside of the continent. We have uh, Mauritius. Mm -hmm. We Cape have Verde. Um, Cape Verde, of course. Uh, Sao Tome. Mm -hmm. You know, St. Elena. You know, we have a couple, you know, Madagascar, of course. Yeah. You know, there's some others I'm sure I've missed out, but and yeah. They all vary so much. Like, there's a lot of similarities, but there's so many differences. So and many that's differences. What I enjoy about and that's what I love. Honestly. Because it's like you can connect, but then you're still going to be exposed to a mm -hmm. new culture, a new experience. So Definitely. That's what I enjoy the most. Uh, which ones have you been to? Ooh, oh, you've Africa. been to those. <laughs> okay, so I lived in South Africa. So South Africa, that's the only southern country I've been to in the continent. Uh, East Africa, I've been to Ethiopia and Kenya. Uh, North Africa, I've been to Egypt and Tunisia. Uh, West Africa is where I've traveled the most. So Sierra Leone, obviously I'm here. 
I walked to Guinea, funny story. Okay. Um, my village, my mom is from northern Sierra Leone, which uh, is close to the Guinean border. So it's called Cambia. And uh, our village in Cambia is only a mile from the Guinean border. So I walked to the border. So I've walked as far as Pamelap. I'm so proud to say claiming that. It. So yeah, it's claiming it. it. So I've been to the Republic of Guinea, technically. But uh, actually, Yaz and I are planning a road trip, but I will tell you more later on Instagram. So yeah, um, so, but I won't really count Guinea for now, technically. So actual countries I've visited in I West Africa. That. She gave us a story, and then now she's saying <laughs> I'm she not claiming it, no. Um, so I've been oh, to Cote d'Ivoire, yeah. so Ivory Coast in English, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. I've been to Ghana, Togo, Benin, uh, Benin in English, Nigeria, uh, Gambia, Senegal. Yes. So those, what about you, Yes. I've been to so Southern, mm-hmm. yeah, Senegal, obviously, um, <laughs> the Gambia. My grandma is actually Gambian. Mm. Um, so I've been there a couple of times. So where else? Ghana. Mm-hmm. I've been to Ghana. Of course. And <laughs> Cote d'Ivoire. And Cote d'Ivoire. Although I feel like I can't claim Cote d'Ivoire because that was just like... Um, a transfer. Okay, you were at the airport. <laughs> no, 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 I did stay. Okay, you stayed. Yeah, okay. my cousin, she lives out there. Her and her husband live out there with their family. So I stayed, but it was like just for one night. Nah, claim it, girl. We're going to claim that yeah, one. Yeah, it's true. They did take me out. I did see the town. So you did see like, the town. Yeah, there you go. I need to go again to properly experience Yeah, good is now. I'm expensive. Abidjan, yeah. <laughs> it's Abidjan is too cher, but it's expensive. But it's a lovely city. Lovely city. Oh, nice. Um, yes, I think we have talked about our 10 things, you know, um, but we're going to highlight some of the episodes that we're going to be going to talk about, that we're going to talk about. <laughs> so our first official episode that will drop on, um, the 14th of February, aka Valentine's Day. Let's just highlight, yeah, that one. That let's one. Not, let's not highlight all. Everything, okay. Mm-hmm. So the one that will drop suspense. next week will be Dense. 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 So this is about, you know, people that talk about, you know, Kongosa, Busybody, you yeah, know, gossip. What, what, yes. what is Whiskey's song? I tried to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Just a channel song. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're both terrible at lyrics. That's another thing we have in common. No, it's so. a lie. It's a lie. No, yeah. I'm, I'm good with lyrics. Really? What are you talking about? Yeah. I will sing this thing now. No, how can you do that to me? Just say yeah, just saying. No, but usually I'm actually very good at lyrics. Like if I really want to know a song, I will learn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> all right. We're, we're, okay, okay. We'll put a pin in that. Also, I, I forgot to say, excuse mm. me for my terrible voice. I've got a cold at the moment, and it won't be like this all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fumble. I know you're yeah. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, so our second episode would be, um, that would be a full episode. This was just more of an introduction for you all. But uh, yeah, so we'll be just talking about things in society, what is deemed acceptable in salon society, mm-hmm. and um, like mannerisms, things like that. And um, yeah, just basically that, just challenging norms, because the rebel I am, I'm always challenging institutions. So yeah. that should be interesting. And we will not disclose the rest because he has said we should not. We She's should my not. madame, so <laughs> we're going to create some that mystery. suspense, you know, some mystery for you all. Um, but that is about it. So we're going to close for now. Um, thank you all for listening. I do hope you enjoy our podcast journey. And uh, we will definitely like to hear more from you all. So please comment on Instagram. Our Instagram pages, our social media pages are Y Square Pod. So we're found on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll probably open it up to Facebook since everyone is there. Mm-hmm. Um, our individual socials, uh, Mina Bilkis. I'm Mina Bilkis on every social platform. You can add me on LinkedIn if you like. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, um, and my website, minabilkis.com. And yes, same for me. I am Yasmin underscore Tells, T-E-L-L-S, which stands for Travel, Explore, Live and Learn Smart. And yeah, similar, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. And yeah, so please join in the conversation and use the hashtag um, YSquarePod. And yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>